Hello! John, Dungeon Master for the Galdercast here. As I am sure you have noticed, we went on an abrupt hiatus for a while. This was due to a myriad of reasons, which included, but were not limited to, our consistent tech issues. While we sorted those and other issues out during the hiatus, we did manage to have a few unrecorded sessions. This episode will be a narration of the events which transpired during those sessions. We thank you for your patience during this time, and so without further ado, welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you thanks to Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. Make sure to check them out at sirenscape.com. After finding the last keys needed to release the Twin Devils from their state of stasis, the party took a moment to decide on how best to proceed. Releasing the Devils resulting in a fight and killing them, most likely just sending them back to hell and free, or leave them as is, taking the keys and hiding them far, far away so the Devils cannot be released. During the lengthy discussion, Finn stepped aside for a moment, prayed to Kelimvor for advice receiving a grave sense of foreboding in regards to releasing the devils. However, behind this was another sensation, a burning one, wishing to set them free. After much debate, the group sets on releasing the twins and fighting them. Sigmund and Finn kept an eye on the devils, while Crisis, Axel, and Smiley set the keys in place to release them. The twin devils, Shessist and Messist, were released, and upon taking in their surroundings, attacked immediately. The sister, Messist, went after Sigmund, attacking him first with her claws, while her brother, Shessist, swooped upon Finn, taking him under his charm immediately. As Sigmund and Finn attempted to fend off the fiends, Rysis, Axel, and Smiley closed in to join the fray. Messist attempted to charm Sigmund, however, he was able to resist, and, playing along with her for but a moment, he was able to sink a dagger between her ribs. While everyone focused their attention on Messist first, Jessis landed a draining kiss upon Finn, who dropped to the ground. Seeing his brother fall, Axel turned his attention to Shessist. Now rather badly hurt, Messist took a last strike at Sigmund before fleeing out of the chamber and down a corridor. Following suit with his sister, Shessis slipped into the ethereal plane and disappeared from the fight. The group did not relent as Messis attempted to escape, and she flew down the corridor with Crisis landing a killing blow from a thrown dagger aided by his swarm. Messis fell from the air and crashed into the far end of her escape, bursting into flames upon her final breath. With combat over, the group rushes to Finn, only to come to the somber realization that the worst has passed. Friend was dead. Smiley attempted to collect the group immediately, but was met with a distraught Axel lashing out at him in sorrow for his twin's passing, and vowing to kill the remaining devil himself. Constructing a makeshift sledge, the group gathered up their fallen companion and left Necropolis. That night, Axel was met in his dreams by his and his brother's patron Fierna, in which she offered to bring Finn back to life, but only in exchange for Axel's immortal soul. Asking for time to think and decide, Axel was told that the longer he waited to give an answer to Fierna, the higher the cost of bringing Finn back would be, and his soul alone would not be sufficient payment. 
Axel relents to the terms, and he says he will give an answer in seven days. The trek back to Amanos was met with little event or obstacle, and after a number of days, the group arrived back to the city. For going a meeting with Sir Zed right away, the group heads directly to the Temple of Ominator. Miley broke off to find a holy guard he previously befriended in an attempt to garner good standing with the clergy. Upon arriving at the church, Axel is able to find one of the arch clerics, an older human woman named Isaiah. Explaining the situation, Axel and the group are told that the church could indeed still bring Finn back to life, however, it would cost them. Their first option, 6,000 gold pieces, a reincarnation spell, through which a large risk of Finn not returning in the body he once had. The second option, a resurrection spell, bringing Finn back exactly as he once was. However, being much more difficult and requiring much greater skill, cost would be much greater, 11,000 gold to be exact. The group is discouraged by these prices, as even with their upcoming payment, they would have nowhere near enough money for either ritual. Isaiah then informs them that should they not be able to pay, that one or more of their rank could undergo oath for the church, becoming part of the Holy Guard, with what would be their pay going instead towards working off their debt. Once again, the party asks for some time to decide on their course of action and give Isaiah a three-day window for their answer. In the meantime, they pay for the church to halt Finn's corpse's decay with gentle repose and leave his remains to their catacombs for the time being. With their options now known to them and Finn's remains being taken care of, the remaining group go to see Sir Zed. On arriving, they are shown in by the dour halfling, and upon entering Sir Zed's office, they find he has a new servant, a young human man, sharp features, and amber eyes. Immediately, the group suspects that this is no mere human, but rather the escaped incubus, Chessist. As the apparent human passes by the group, Axel whispers a sinister threat end his life in return for having killed his brother. Once alone with Sir Zed, the group go over the events of their mission with him, and are given additional grievance pay for the passing of Finn. While finalizing their contract and payment, the group informs Sir Zed of their newly chosen name, the Young Lions, Demon Pounders on Demand, the main epithet being in honor of Smiley's grandfather. The group eventually depart, Sir Zed, once more with further suspicion and without any call for another job in the future. The three days of waiting come and pass with everyone taking some time to themselves, having all agreed to follow with whatever Axel decides. On the last day, the group head to the temple and seek out Isaiah, informing her that they wish to have Finn resurrected paying a fraction of the cost in gold, with Axel choosing to undergo an oath to work off the rest. Isaiah sends for Finn's body, and leads the group to the roof of the church to undergo the ritual. As they await their friend's remains, those present aid the arch-cleric in preparations for resurrection. 
Finn's body is placed atop a white stone altar, and Isaiah begins a prayer to Amenator as the resurrection is underway. The sun begins to grow brighter and brighter despite the dawn. Soon, the sunlight is so unbearably bright that it becomes difficult for the group to keep their eyes open during the ritual. A strong wind picks up, guiding warm air towards the altar, which soon becomes an uncomfortable haze of heat passing across the church roof. The ritual comes to a climax, as the ever-growing sunlight becomes a blinding white, and with a last strong flash, a burst of scorching air blasts away from the altar and past the group. They wait with bated breath, but a moment, or a second gust of air, this time chillingly cold like death itself, rushes past and back towards the altar and Finn's body. As the calm finally sets in, Finn takes his first breath in many days. Now returned to the land of the living, Axel rushes to his brother, and after an emotional reunion, the group noticed that Finn has returned, not completely himself. Now slightly taller, his hair now missing the silver streaks he once had, and his heterochromatic eyes having shifted color, with the faintest of flecks of gold within. No one is too sure what this means as of yet, but all are relieved to have their companion back. Once the group has collected themselves, Isaiah speaks, and allows Axel some time with his brother before swearing his oath and allegiance to the church. The group passed the afternoon, informing Finn of what has transpired in his time among the dead, before returning to the church and Isaiah for Axel's oath. Axel swears his allegiance and his services to the church to repay his debts, immediately being given his first assignment. He, and the remainder of the young lions, are to eradicate a sect of demon worshippers that were discovered by a scout while in the Shadow Peak Mountains just west of Amonos. He and the group are also told that they may take whatever time they need to prepare before leaving, and that they have no set time constraint, but if the church feels the task is being waylaid, that they will dispatch inquisitors to seek them out, and if not jail them, them. Taking the severity to heart, the group return to their rooms and decide to depart the very next morning. That evening, as he attempts to sleep, quiet of the night, Finn notices that he no longer has a heartbeat pulse. Unsettled, though not entirely taken by surprise, due to his time among the realms of death, he eventually finds sleep. As he drifts, he does not dream of fire or fierna, but rather in endless darkness and cold void, in which he can see eight strange objects far off in the distance all around him. No matter how far or long he walks any direction, he never seems to close the distance to any of the object. And thus, he is left to ponder what this may mean for him. Party wakes the next day, 
and departs for the mountains immediately. On the way there, Axel takes some time to attune to the Mask of the Pact Bearer, which they found in the Necropolis. As he does, the once plain wooden mask shifts its form, resembling a visage of seamless flesh with horns and large, vicious teeth. Not entirely what was expected with the nature of the twins' page. The group reaches the base of the Shadow Peak mountain range and begin their ascent, noticing several sets of canine tracks heading in the same direction. Soon after, Ressus hears the howls of several wolves surrounding them. The group begin to move quicker in response. Cresting over an incline, the group come face to face with a single goblin in makeshift hide armor. Goblin lets out a coughing bark, or dropping to all fours, its form expanding and growing coarse fur, transforming into a large, wolf-like creature, a face like a grotesque mix of goblin and wolf. A number of howls resound around the party, after the once goblin, now clearly Barghest's call. Three hounds, each with two heads, appear from behind rocks, above cliffs, and behind the party. Combat begins. Smiley and Crisis rush the Barghest, while Axel, Finn, and Sigmund each deal with one of the Death Dogs. Finn and Sigmund suffer dangerous wounds at the jaws of the Death Dogs, but are able to kill one of their number. Smiley and Crisis continue their assault on the Barghest as it retaliates against them, with Smiley receiving a threatening wound. Axel becomes surrounded by the two remaining Death Dogs. Finn and Sigmund aid Axel against the Death Dogs, and altogether kill both. Now alone and beginning to become heavily wounded, the Barghest retreats as it casts Dimension Door, vanishing from sight. Wounded and tired, the group rest for a moment before continuing their assault into the mountains until nightfall. Thank you for listening to this episode of Caldercast. Today's episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Auschgear, Sadie Bennett as Finn Auschgear, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Drakram, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.